You're back where you belong, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with the killer bees who won't sting you unless provoked. Here's Joel and Jeremy. He's blank on Branham, 713-780-ESPN. What are your Houston sports resolutions? 713-780-3776. Real quick, Aaron Wilson with an injury report uh, for the Texans. Uh, Texans report was an estimation because it was a walkthrough. Lots of players who didn't practice today are expected to play Saturday, including the left tackle for the Texans. Will Anderson, Sheldon Rankins, Robert Woods says that Noah Brown is not expected to play this week per a source. Now, Wilson did say that D'Amico was not interested in the Houston Texans job. Um, not surprising with Anderson and Rankins, maybe not even Woods, Tunsil, oh, 78 for the Texans. His like You could tell he was trying to play through some things, went back and watched a couple of his last plays. The one that I'm kind of waiting for the most, though, is Grenard, because he didn't play against the Titans. Well, he's you got to have him. I mean, if there's any way he can play, no matter what it takes to lace him up, you got to have that guy on the field. One, because the offense is going to pay attention to him, but two, because he's been the, just a, the biggest, best player on your defense all year. Yeah, I want him. Uh, I want him to play badly. And no Grenard uh, update there. Maybe we'll get it at some point. But I, I think that's a decent trade off. Like if you're getting tons, if you're getting the left tackle for the Texans, if you're getting Anderson who played, if you're getting Rankins, you're getting Woods, but not getting Brown. That's that's pretty good. Like that's a, I'll take that trade. Yeah, I, I would. I just think that obviously when it's the biggest game of the year and you want everybody all hands on deck and you'd love to have them available. The thing to me is that we know that veterans are going to get rest time. We know that coaches aren't stupid, and at this time of the year, there's a lot of guys that are dinged up that you want to give time off to. Noah Brown's kind of disturbing to me because of the fact that he's been such kind of a revelation this year that he's been more than a special teams and kind of backup wide receiver and done a lot of things that can help this team, but. I don't want to make trade-offs at this point. I want everybody there, and I, I, it starts with Grenard because he's been your best defensive player. Yeah, I, see, Brown's been frustrating in the sense that he, he's hurt a lot. It's like he's—I like it when he's on the field, and obviously, I'd rather have him in Week 18 than not have him. I'm looking more from like a uh, off-season decision. He's—he's okay. he's so banged up that I, I'm probably not bringing back Noah Brown. Do I want him in Week 18? Yeah, obviously, absolutely. I want everybody in Week 18. But because he's shown to be pretty injury-prone, and I want to build around Nico, Tank, and probably another receiver in the draft, Woods is somebody that I would be willing to let go in the offseason. Yeah, again, that's also when, I, I'm in Brown. when, when money matters, too. Like, if, if someone saw his two best games in his career happen back-to-back in the middle of the season and a general manager said, I want that guy on my squad, then maybe you're going to find teams that are going to look to elevate him and make him their number two or make him a bigger part of their offense and open up their checkbook more. But you know what you have. You know you're getting tanked back. You know you know with Nico basically having a, a big step up year two, that's a different decision. But just from the standpoint of he did have his two best uh, games as a as a pro this year, he he's teasing us by sure. seeing these things. And you think about it, but I take it from the standpoint like a Christian Watson. But is that a byproduct of uh, C.J. Stroud? Oh, and there's no doubt that there has to, that has to factor in as well, and that if he's getting you the football. And if he's always hurt, it's like, uh, I can't trust to bring him back on even, you know, whatever he's making now. The biggest thing, too, from that standpoint that I was getting to with Watson, though, is Watson, they said they're going to they're gonna spend the entire offseason trying to figure out why he's missed 10 games in his first two years because of hamstrings. Okay, good luck with that, you know, with the health sciences. But when you're talking about random different injuries, now you're just talking about physicality and the fact, can your body and your genetic makeup take the physicality of football? That That's a thing that you do have to be concerned with. 713-780-ESPN. Can you read that last text, uh, Blankers? Which one? Just the, the one that's most recently sent in. Uh, 6293 just sent it. 
6293. Yeah, the one at the very top. It's at the very top. Oh, did I miss why you aren't saying Tunsil? Yes, I'm not supposed to say the left tackle of the Houston Texans name. Uh, it goes way back to some social media thing. Actually, it doesn't go that far back, but social media thing, I, I'm I'm not allowed to say his name. 713-780-ESPN. What are your Houston sports resolutions, Blankers? you have any, any resolutions yeah. you want to offer to these local professional teams in this city? I think the most obvious one that I'm going to offer to the Astros is to open up the checkbook, mm-hmm. to, to not be afraid to spend some money, and you don't have to go like bonkers Jim Crane and I'm not talking about outlandish signings but I've been a big fan of the fa- of, of Hector Neris and I want him back I, I think that the, the the fixes here aren't like bank breakers but they are the difference between being a good team that's going to make the playoffs and being a team that can still compete for a World Series the fact that you see all these different teams making those those moves and doing all these things I just want the ownership to be and Jim Crane to be able to say hey look I may go a little bit over but I think that I'll get it back. I think it's worth the to keep this thing going because it, it's been too fun of a run to see it start to simmer down a little bit. And just with a couple of bullpen arms and, and a bat, this team is ready to go for another World Series. Uh, I'm there with uh, I'm I'm with you on the Astro one. Uh, I, I'm not going to call it Crane cheap because it already looks I didn't like say that. you didn't you didn't because uh, he's it already looks like he's above the competitive balance tax. He's been at or near the competitive balance tax for the last few years. He went over it once but didn't have to pay it because it was the COVID year and they got a waiver from from having to pay that. But would I like the Astros to sign Jorge Soler, who's still a free agent? Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love for them to sign Jorge Soler, who's still a free agent. I don't even need like the big arm of, of Hater. Like, I, no. hey, I, I think he's out of their price range. But to your point, like, hey, Naris would be really cool. Jordan Hicks would be I was really say, cool. If you give me Hicks, Naris, and a bat, I'm fine. Yeah. See, I, we, were, uh, we were begging for just give me $5 million for an outfielder, $5 million for, for a pitcher. Maybe it's, I mean, it'd have to be more for Jorge Soler. Uh, but I would love that. That would be a great resolution for Jim Crane. And best. Five enough to get best. Uncle Mike and his Mike, Uncle Mike. What you need? Maybe so, right? If Uncle Five might be close to get Uncle Mike, I think so. And plus, you overpaid the hell out of him last year, and he knows it, and he wanted to stay here, and he knows what they still have, (laughs) and it was unfinished business. If he wants to just go, okay, I'll play one more year. I know I'm not going to be playing all the time, and it probably works on both sides. Keeps me healthier, and when I'm in the lineup, I can still hit. If you can get him for five million dollars, there's there's one of the solutions for me. Yeah, that's not a. uh, I don't hate that idea. Three one zero six New Year's resolution for the Astros: win at freaking home. That's a great one. the batters. I knew that was I guess. coming. Five zero three eight says uh, draft Rome Odunze if he falls in the first round. I like that resolution. Let me think. Uh, with the Astros resolutions, a good one. Spend a little bit of money for the Texans. I want them to draft offensive firepower for Stroud. That's where I'm at with their cap savings and draft. I want them to spend their caps money on defensive players, and I want them to use their off- their draft capital mostly on offensive players. Obviously, best available, things like that. But if I could cherry-pick what I got with the salary cap space and with draft capital, defensive players with salary cap space, offensive firepower with the draft capital. For the Rockets, resolute that Jalen Green reaches his potential. That, that's where I'm at. You have some here, Joe? Uh, trade Jalen Green. Come on, Jalen Green's on a heater right now. That, maybe, maybe that size value is going okay. up. Uh, trade Jalen Green, uh, hire a uh, mental therapy doctor, Fromber. whatever for Fromber. And uh, Do you already have one. Maybe hire. Well, a he better? had a sports psychologist that one. turned the corner two okay, years ago. Come out, then hire a better one because <laughs> it clearly not working. Wait, it worked initially. It worked for a good period of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it clearly didn't work last year. They should just soft it, with a capital S. He would have been great if he if he was allowed to start the All Star game. That's true. I think he would have. I, I firmly believe that. And for the Texans, 
Uh, give me one big ticket item in free agency. Can it be a linebacker? Yes. Okay. Devin Anybody. White would be pretty sweet. Okay. So it I could like be anything. Devin White, Jalen Johnson, uh, even keeping Grenard, I'll take on a contract. T. Higgins. I don't think Mike they Evans. let him go. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm losing faith in T. Higgins, Joe. And I know that that was the prediction early on. Just T. Higgins as a one. I, I'm just not sold yet. But I'm with you. I, I want them to spend the money. And, and I think you know bringing Grenard back is big. But if you can add a linebacker that can accentuate what the two bookends do on pass rush and can kind of control the middle of the field, I, Jeremy, to your to your point. They spent enough money already offensively. It d- depends on what they do with, with Schultz and tight end. Mm-hmm. But because they solidified the offensive line and they wrapped up all the veterans that they have and they drafted last year, I would love that philosophy. I would love them to go overboard on getting running back and, and, a, and a receiver and, and some of the things they need offensively and then spend all their money to either bring back not just Grenard, but I think Cashman fits well here. I think Stevie Nelson's played well here, but the price matters. I know that. But the, and if and then if you could add Joe's wish and just get one big ticket guy that could be another defensive showstopper, this team's ready for go, man. Is Kyle Uzcheck enough of a big ticket item for you? Nope. Texans utilize the fullback. Nope. No, he's I don't the best fullback. Him, I would, smart I mean, <laughs> guy too. I don't need that. I mean, I would love him. I wouldn't want him to be their biggest free agent acquisition. Uh, Texans do use their fullback a lot. We saw Brevin Jordan play a little bit of fullback the other day. Five zero three eight. Astros ought to cut their losses and let McCullers go. I mean, why? No, I mean, you still have to pay the salary. We talk You're not about, getting salary relief. We talk about selling low. You can't sell any lower than what Lance McCullers is with the salary as high as it is. Yeah. And we talk about injury prone. He's the epitome of injury prone with low value right now because no one has any insurance policy that says, we're going to go get this guy and he's going to be different for us than he was for you. Yep. So that's not part of it. Like if it was football and you could like just delete the contract, I, I could hear that. But it's not. You're, like that. That's on your books. It's on your payroll. Uh, so you're not just going to delete that. You have to just keep your fingers crossed that he gets healthy. 2484 resolution, sign, uh, sign Evans, Chris Jones, and Patrick Queen. I, I think he means Mike Evans. Mike Evans, yeah. Patrick Queen's the linebacker that fascinates me more than... I like uh, him. Than the one that you said, Dave. De- you said David. Devin, Devin White. Devin White. Yeah, I was confusing him with the other linebacker. Isn't, Patrick uh, Green's awesome. Isn't Allen free from Jacksonville too? Yeah, but he's an outside guy. Yeah, he's more of a rush guy. I, I, I would spend. I would rather them spend on a inside linebacker. Patrick Queen or Devin White to me would be home runs. And then just tag maybe Grenard, Grenard or yeah. get him whatever. Uh, this guy says for the Houston Dynamo to get a true number nine. That's probably the that's probably the one thing that's keeping them from being a uh, a contender. What's a number in nine? the MLS? A number nine in soccer? It's yeah. kind of like the center forward a little bit. We triggered worn by a striker. We triggered Dynamo fans. I yeah I did yeah yesterday yeah because yeah, we put their, their Lamar Hunt in IT championship as the number ten thing mm-hmm. the number ten in our top ten countdown in Houston sports and they were mad They're like it should be top five that they won their NIT uh, six can I address that real quick yeah sure that's the dumbest take I've ever heard and the Dino fans who are saying that don't know anything about the Dynamo the the MLS literally mm-hmm. is trying to stop their best players from playing in the U.S. Open Cup. I think no, I think they did. I don't think no, it's a I try. Think, I, I think they, they got, I think that got vetoed. Oh, did it? Yeah, but oh. like they tried to stop their best players, their A team, playing in the U.S. Open Cup. So like the Dynamo fans arguing that are so wrong. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an NIT. It's an NIT. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say second it's, cup. It's the equivalent of the NBA's in season tournament. I mean, glad that they won it, but it's their second biggest trophy yeah. in the MLS. One six four two Texans year resolutions draft Brock Bowers. That would be awesome. Love Brock Bowers. 
Uh, this guy says Chase Young. What do y'all think of Chase Young? I hate Chase Young. Yeah, I that don't think he's worth pass. it. I mean, that might look, be too strong of me. But here's the thing: when you look at from where he came out at and what was expected of him, and I understand he was hurt, but in that defense, he should be flourishing because all the doubles and everything that all the concentration are going to be uh, from Bosa to Werner, and everybody's going to be paying attention. That he should be going nuts right now. Yeah, and if he's not, then he's not worth a big ticket contract I don't think he's an answer that makes you better than what you already have I would say make sure you sign the guys that you have in the middle of the line right now Collins and Rankins look fantastic for doing their job and I don't think you have to really grossly overpay for that and then find someone that, at linebacker that can complement the two pass rushers. Three eight five six is Hunter Brown worth keeping? Yeah, Hunter Brown's worth keeping. What's well, going on to the text He's line? Um, Start twenty twenty four. I don't know. From, from the Rockets' perspective, for me, because I, I'm not skip repeats, but I I, I want to maximize what you're gonna, what exactly Jalen Green can be. Jabari Smith can be because he's been inconsistent as well. It's too young to want to do that for Amin Thompson because he's going to be fine. You you don't know what he's got plenty of time. But from from the standpoint of everything else, what we saw last night is the epitome of what we should see every single night from now on with the Rockets. Play your young players. Play the crap out of them. Understand they're going to make mistakes. But that's a damn good nucleus they got right there. So let's see it. I'm done with all the veterans. The same way we gave credit and flowers to Casario for all the guys he brought in during the season. I don't know that aside from making a move for a backup big, that's a veteran. Yeah. The Rockets right now need to roll with the young kids. I would, uh, I'm with you on that. I would like to see a little bit more slam Whitmore. I like what I see. Boy, when he comes in, he's instant offense. There's no doubt about that. 713-780-3776. What are your New Year's resolutions for the Houston sports teams? The sports teams in this city, you can pick their New Year's resolutions. What should they be? 713-780-3776. Killer Beast on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this next bit of brilliance with Joel and Jeremy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Killer Bees. He's blank on Branham. What are your New Year's resolutions for the sports teams in this city? 713-780-3776. Todd the Show says that you cut Fred Van Vliet's minutes. I can mm, see that. I don't like doing that. I, I would. I'd like some more of those minutes going to him in. Okay, so then it depends on the overall philosophy. Are you trying to win this season? I don't really care to win this season. I know you don't. No. I'm just saying, the listeners, are you trying to, or whoever texted or tweeted that? I mean, I'd like to. It was Todd. Todd, Todd, do you want to, I mean, do you want to win this season? Because I think that we talk about young guys making mistakes. This kid's going to make a boatload of mistakes. He's not nearly the shooter of Van Vliet. I want to see him as the backup point guard. I've seen enough of Holiday, but I'm not ready to take away Fred Van Vliet's minutes because he's done so much to make this team right as Mm. uh, Ime's coach on the floor. I mean, I... I think you can get him. What's he averaging? Well, he's, he's probably averaging he, no, upper thirties. No, I think he's actually top five in minutes in the league. That's too much. But that that I that I'll hear. I think it makes Van Vliet better if he plays less minutes. That I will hear, but not. What I'm trying to do is limit thirty-seven. He leads the league. There you go. He leads the league. I knew it was top five. I didn't even realize he led the. He's thirty-seven and a half minutes. Get him down to like thirty-three. Now, if Todd's saying that to 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 like maximize Fred Van Vliet, I'm cool. But if that's just to get Amen Thompson more minutes, then I ask the question, are you trying Did to win you games? you just say play the young guys? I want to play the young guys, but in doses, I said it's too early to even evaluate him. He's 19, 20 years old. Yeah. He's got some. He's got a, a big window there, and he's got a lot to learn his first year. I don't need to see that much of him right now. Yeah, I'd like to see more of him. I think that this year is more about development. Now, do I want him in the play-in game, stuff like that? Yeah, I think it helps their development. But mm-hmm. development, to me, is priority over wins, losses, because this team's ceiling isn't a title team. But also, Jeremy, they're playing catch-up because they didn't get any development, the young guys, in they the are. last two years. 
Which I think might be an argument to my side. Yeah, but at the same time, what you've seen because of the coaching staff, because of the early wins, because all of a sudden this team has some prowess when they come into buildings and people have to recognize, yeah, you want the young guys to play catch-up and you want them to play, but if it's the difference between winning a game and losing a game, I don't want to do that because this team has been so thirsty for wins over the last several years. Hands with uh, his New Year's resolutions for the pro teams in the city. Astros spend the league minimum. They're probably going to be above the competitive balance tax this year. It says, Rockets, don't cheat on your spouse. Which was was uh, that wasn't his spouse. That, that's what I was about to ask. Can you like? Can you make well, the case? Well, she cheated on her spouse. He cheated on his spouse. But was Emay's Nia but Long spouse? They were uh, what a common law. So is that a spouse? Like I, I, we might have to take this to Judge Joe, Judge Joe George, Judge Joe George, Your Honor. Um, it was Nia Long, the spouse, as a common law wife, I guess, with Emay Adoka. We need a ruling, Judge Joe. Yes. My favorite part about calling him Judge Joe is that there's a Joe Judge that exists in the sports world. So that's Judge true. Joe, and I don't want to be any, yes? and I don't want to be connected to that guy. So that's where I struggle with it. But my no. answer is yes. <laughs> wasn't a great head coach. Whenever we no, he wasn't. We it wasn't a great offensive coordinator. Special either. teams guys, where you got to start. <laughs> whenever we have a uh, whenever we have a hanging Chad, we got to go to Judge Joe. Judge Joe, you said yes, that was his spouse. Yes. Okay, hands cut. We'll allow that. We'll allow that in the court of Judge Joe. And he says Texan Super Bowl seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Key from L A says that C J needs a big time receiver. Is Tank and Nico not a big time receiver? Yeah. Let's call it. Let's 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 define that. Are Tank and Nico big time receivers? See, they are. And the the difference is is that people translate wide receiver one as big, strong, physical, talented Jamar Chase types. But he, and even even Jefferson types. But when you're looking at it, as long as he does what he does with the football, gets the results he gets, gets and does everything dynamically the way he does it, you don't have to get a, a free agent wide receiver one when you already have a guy that gets it done on your roster. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Uh, a few on the text line here. One three one seven Astros and Rockets resolutions is to get on a better network that's carried by more streaming services than just Fubo. Uh, I like the Shin. I'm a big fan of the Shin. I've always been a big fan of the Shin. I think the Shin does a great job. Uh, You've always been for the last three months. The, the Shin's great. Okay. The Shin's fantastic. Um, is this on the Shin or is this on the streaming providers? It's on I guess the streaming it's a, providers. Well, it's a negotiation on, of it, both, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of like the KHOU deal right now with Tegna and Directv that everybody's bitching about, and rightfully so. It, you have to. It, it takes two to tango, right? Both sides have to be amicable and make an agreement so that it can get done. And I've lived this when we had the the whole CSN Houston debacle when forty percent or whatever it was of the city couldn't see the games. Both sides have to be willing to play ball and say, let's just make a deal that makes sense for both parties. So it is definitely a lot on the streaming service, but it's on both sides. Now, it's not just FUBU that has the streaming service for the Shin. DirecTV Stream also has the Shin. Well, so does DirecTV, and it's expensive. Well, that's DirecTV is not a streaming service. Right, DirecTV right, Stream would right. be a streaming service. Okay. So, like, I think those are the only two streaming services that have it. Now, would it be cool if they're on more? Yeah. Like, would it be cool? Because now you have more options as the as the consumer. Like, would it be cool if they're on Hulu, who has live sports except for the Shin? Yeah. Would it be cool if YouTube TV had it? Yeah. Because you have options now. But those are the only two, I think. Fubo and uh, uh, DirecTV Stream that carry the Shin. Which is great network. The Shin's fantastic. Uh, this guy says New Year's resolution is to stop gambling on Paul Gerlant's guarantees because he's always wrong. You could just fade him. I gonna, well, I was going to say, I got a better suggestion. Just listen to our show. 
We should do that. Yeah. yeah. They, they, you could do that too with BZ Money. Uh, Blankers was 2 and 0 again this week. We only played one of them. Uh, we did lose Paul's game. We lost Paul's game. We, we should have faded him. Oh, did him. we really? Yeah. There you go. We should have faded him. What were you thinking? 8807 Texans should go get Justin Jefferson. I like that New Year's resolution. Good luck as with that. Unlikely as it might be. Couple on the Twitter. Pablo says keep improving. That might be like the most realistic and like normal answer. That's yeah, like, but it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Answer, <laughs> is that, is that for all three good. teams? Yeah, I just said just to keep improving for okay. all three. Michael Connor on the Twitter said Dusty has to play Hunter, <laughs> which is funny. Christopher says Astros win home games, Texans make playoffs and improve roster for next season. Rockets just grow. So there you go. Fair. New Year's resolutions for the Houston sports teams in this city. 713-780-ESPN. When we come back, cash it or trash it? What are we cashing? What are we trashing? What do you want to cash or trash? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Prepare for overreaction on my mark. It's that time of the week where overreactions are not only welcome, they're celebrated. They say Muhammad Ali was the greatest of all time, but he never fought Cassius Clay. It's cash him or trash him with the Killer Bees. This is your hot take. Hmm. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. All right, what are you cashing? What are you trashing? 713-780-ESPN, HRMP, listener line, 713-780-3776. Blank man, why don't you get us started here? I had a better one, and I... You go first. You should probably write these down. I know I should. (laughs) College overtime sucks. Cash or trash, college overtime sucks. I think it's gimmicky. I don't think it's a mirror of the regular, like, time of regulation. I think it's a bad way to have your college football national championship hopes uh, ended, even though I was rooting against Alabama pretty hard. Karma. Uh, I just don't like college football overtime. I think it's gimmicky. I think the best overtimes are a reflection of the regulation of the game. I think college football overtime is drastically different. Can't stand it. I hate it. You know what's even worse? What would happen if they went to a second overtime? Now you're looking at two-point conversions. Do you know what happens after that now in college football? Alternating two-point conversions. It's brutal. I'll cash this. I'll cash this because, you know, as a league... You have a majority of your players that are, have aspirations and end up playing on the next level. And, and as a fan, watching the game, give both do exactly like the NFL overtime. It's the closest way to determining letting the best team win. And I'm with you. I've been frustrated and I've hated the college overtime for a long time. And I know they continue to try and tweak it. Just do what the NFL does. Yeah, I like that rule much better. I don't like the start at the 25. It's so weird. Is it fair to say do what the NFL does in the playoffs all the time? I don't know if you can do that during the regular season. Just because of the, like the they length care about player and, safety. Yeah, the, yeah. But I, I prefer... Do they? I prefer an NFL true, regular season they make them do short, short turnaround windows. And I mean, you think Quinn the, Ewers should have been in that game yesterday? Uh, Who? Probably Quinn not. Ewers when his head oh, hit the turf? Oh, 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 oh. I mean... There's a, the reason that they gave, got rid of the change, the overtime, was because of player safety. I know. But the like, perception, reality, blah, 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 blah. Like, I get it. But I think it's a terrible way to decide a football game that has the stakes of a national championship on it. Okay, I'm going to cash this and trash it. Trash. I, I like the old overtime rules that we had like two years ago. I I'm, I was I loved it, honestly. They still- when they added the two-point conversion, like the back-and-forth go for two, uh-huh. that's when I think they ruined it. Like, I was fine with all of it, but the idea that, like, a playoff game could be determined by back-and-forth two-point conversions is so dumb. Yeah, but I, that's what I was going to say. At least make one team know, sustain but- a drive. Not just start inside, and they're almost in the red zone, right on the outskirts of the red zone. Each team gets it from there. I hate that. 
Like I, so I, I like it. Like I do. I like the it happening. You know, the Texas A and M Tennessee game from a couple years ago. They went to like six overtimes, just going back and right. forth, and like it was fun. Who'd you say it was? Wasn't it Texas A and M in Tennessee? It was LSU. Was it LSU? I got half it right. That's all that matters. Yeah, fifty percent. You'd be in the Hall of Fame if it was baseball. And I got close to the colors between Tennessee and LSU: <laughs> orange, yellow. You know, whatever. All right. What are you cashing or trashing? Uh, I'm going to cash or trash. The 49ers are not going to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. That was one of mine. Was a little different take on that, but uh, I, I think, I think it's. I was going to say that it's a slam dunk that the Ravens and the Niners end up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's, just, it's so like there's there's such the betting favorite, right? Everyone's picking them. Like it just it never it never goes that but way. But here's your problem with with especially with know. you focusing on the uh-huh. Niners, Joe. Is I, I I hear what you're saying. But who beats them in the NFC? That's where I'm at. Like, so who's you, the hotter team? Or who's who's got enough talent and can get hot enough to beat the Niners the way the Ravens did? The Ravens can do it. I think I think talent-wise, the Cowboys and Eagles still have See, I think talent. The I think the Eagles are done. I think they're donezo. I think they showed this last week when they had to have that game and all that they could have wrapped up with it. They showed you that it's lingered. It's lingered too long, and now it's too late. I think that's fair. To be honest, I just... Whenever it's it's such an obvious pick, it feels like it never goes yeah. that way. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like if you give me 49ers or the field betting odds, I would take the field. Just I wonder what the, the odds, odds are on that. I bet you they're about even. I bet you San Fran yeah. versus the field are about even. Yeah, I, I I just think in this year it just seems to be more cut and dried than ever because you're right. There's always an upset, and there's always some a couple of things that look at look at how many times we saw you know from final fours to other things when you've penciled in the 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 slam dunks or the the sure things, and you never get what you what you started the tournament with or you started the playoffs with. I just think in this year it's different. I, I don't see anybody in the NFC talent wise coming close to the Niners. No, I Actually, agree. If you look at just like the straight up odds, I mean right now the only two teams with better than plus five hundred odds to win the Super Bowl are the 49ers and the Ravens. No one else in the NFL is above plus five hundred or below five hundred. Well, see, I, I wonder what the Ravens are to reach the Super Bowl. Because that's kind of that's what you're selling here. Uh yeah I don't know. I'm trashing it because I think the Niners, no one beats them. Trash. If, if you want to tell me that there's a team that's going to beat the Ravens, look, their track record alone says their frauds come playoff time, even when they're the number one seed and they look dominant. So they have to prove everybody wrong this year, and I think there's some legit teams. One, get some teams getting hot that have underachieved, like the Bills, if they get in. But I think other teams that still have the firepower to be able to beat the Ravens in a playoff game. So if this was, uh, if you said the Ravens, yep. It'd be a different discussion. I just don't see anybody beating the Niners. This was seven days ago. San Fran's chances to win the NFC were minus 105. So San Fran versus the field of the NFC is almost dead even. Yeah, I've got them at a minus 110 to minus that's, 125. That's, that's about a coin flip. I mean, that's, that's really close to a coin flip yeah. after the VIG, you know? So, like, that's that's a 50-50. This is a good one. I'm going to trash it, though. I think San Fran ultimately trash. gets it done. Now, I will say this. San Francisco's not a good come-from-behind team. So if the, the secret to beat San Francisco, and obviously every team would like to jump ahead, but I think San Francisco struggles badly if they're trying to come from behind. I think they also have a coach Shanahan's, that yeah. he chokes. He does. He's own time and time like, again. Oh, it, he chokes. He, I don't think he's won a game when they're like trailing by like double double. See, yeah. I think that also, I think also like, Brock Purdy factors into that too. Leads. 
28-3. I think Purdy factors into that too because he's the perfect. He's been groomed to be the perfect system quarterback. Get the ball out of his hands quickly. Run the offense. When you're playing from behind and you really got to sling it, you got to throw the ball down the field a lot. And you got to do things differently. Mm-hmm. I don't think that fits his strong suits. No, I don't think it fits that his strong suits or the offense's right. strong suits either. All right, do you remember what you were? Yeah, I had, to a couple, I had a couple. The one thing that I'm just trying to get one that people can latch onto for discussion. But something's got to be done with the bowl games one way or another. And, and the first thing I thought about was, can you change the NI? You have to tweak the rules to NIL at least. Because never have the bowl games been less interesting. Never have you seen more guys sitting out. And and, and for the sake of just, I understand the fans, but for the money, because the sponsors are going to start pulling out. Because this is the whole bowl thing, with the exception of the playoff, is a complete joke. Mm-hmm. And something has to be done differently. I don't know how we translate it into cash or trash. But trash the NIL and... The fact that the combination of NIL and the transfer portal have ruined the bowl, game, bowl system. Um, I don't know how NIL because has all because the I think system. a lot of guys are going to sit out and transfer, or if they say that they've entered the portal, then they're not going to play yeah, in the bowl the game. Portal, yes. I don't know how NIL does though. Like NIL, I don't think it really impacts a whole lot. Transfer portal, yes. I think because a lot of guys are transferring because they're going to make more money somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. That's uh, yeah. I can see where you're kind of you know coupling those things together. Yeah. I think that the modern day format of college football with an IL, with transfer portal, with being allowed to transfer multiple times. Uh, I think that it's going to ultimately kill, and, and with the college football playoff now too, I think it's ultimately mm-hmm. going to kill the bowl system. And I know that right now they're still pulling the ratings and the ad dollars to continue it, but it's trending down. Like it's yeah. trending down. Like the ratings are trending down. I think the ad dollars are trending down. Some of these like legacy bowl, like the Outback Bowl is no longer the Outback Bowl. I have no idea what they're called. I think it's trending down. The entertainment value of these games are trending down. Yesterday was the first time I watched a college football postseason game, yep. and it was the college football sure. semifinal because I don't care about well, these I, other games. But I, lost, I watched Wisconsin. I think it was supposed to be the Outback Bowl, and it was yeah, something else something now. Else. And, and then you know the Heisman Trophy winner doesn't play for one side, and everybody's sc- scrambling to get players for both sides. And you're going, well, it's, then what the hell are we doing? It's turning into Pro Bowls. Like it's turning into the Pro Bowl. Like it's turning into, and it's always been an exhibition. Quite Quite frankly, like it's turning into that. Like, who cares if you go eight and four or seven and five? Like, what what does that what does that matter? What, like, it doesn't matter at all. And the NFL clearly also it doesn't. You know, once upon a time when Christian McCaffrey opted out, it was well, is he a competitor? Yeah. Like, is this going to hurt his draft stock? Come on, Jamar Chase didn't play for an entire season and went top five. Like, it just like ruined all of that stuff. The system's broken. It's not going to get fixed. The only thing you can do is 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 severely shrink the amount of bowl games. And you're going to have to get, like, invitation and acceptance of we're going to come and we're going to play. Bo Nix is going to play like he did yesterday. Yeah, but the teams can't force the player. No, but I think they have to ask the players, like, are you going to play? And then the committee's going to have to then say, okay, Oregon said Bo Nix is playing. We're going to take them. But also the bowl games can fix this too. What if he changes his mind? He changes his mind. I was just going to (laughs) say, if Bo Nix changes his mind. But why can't Cheez-Its or Pop-Tarts? Offer Marvin Har- offer Marvin Harrison Jr. a million dollars to play. Yeah, they like, could, but he like, could also say no thanks. I know, but like I, I think they have to either pay these players a lot of extra money, or they have to get agreements now in place from it, the schools. Like, how much are these bowl games making to where now they can afford to spend, let's say, a three to four million no, dollar pool the, the on the players? No, the I don't answer- think they can. I think that I think ultimately, like in the next ten years. I think that all bowl games are going to be dead. And I think the I college think football playoff will be there. the only postseason that exists. I think that eventually, I think they will survive long enough to where it will be sustainable because we are heading to a path, I still firmly believe, 
We have one 64-team conference where the players are getting paid and schools like Northwestern and Vanderbilt and Illinois and schools like that like are going to end up in the NCAA, like a real NCAA, and like that will still exist, like college football will, but then there'll be the semi-pro league that will also exist. Maybe so. Like I just, but honestly, they're probably, probably going to die because, like, who cares? Moving to week zero. It's the best thing you yeah, can you're do. Right. Like, you just Moving said that to week on Friday. zero. Eight two four zero. Brandon T. Cash or trash? The Houston Texans won a playoff game this year. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to trash. I'm, I'm sorry. Trash it. I'm going to trash. Yeah. It. Like it's a 50-50 trash. chance to beat the. Colts. I was going to say they got to get in first. Thirty-five percent chance they win a wild card. So, like, do the math. The odds yeah. are against them. I'm going to trash it. Yeah. Trash. Uh, cash or trash? Texans will have two best of the year awards out of offensive rookie. Of the year, defensive rookie of the year, coach of the year, executive of the year. They'll win two of the four of those. Cash. This is gonna be tough. They're they're locked for one. Defensive rookie of the year, I think is a I think it's up in the air. Jalen Jalen Carter's still a minus two thousand favorite. Will Anderson's plus four hundred. I think so it's, the, I think it's not Casario and CJ. I don't okay. I don't think D'Amico's gonna win the coach of the year. I don't not now. I think that he has two guys ahead of him. I think they can finish third. I think Stefanski maybe blew fourth. the whole thing out of the water for D'Amico Campbell, in a lot of ways. too. Casario Executive of the Year. To me, I think it's a shoo-in. I don't. But there's like there's no betting odds on that one, so we can't get like a Who feel is it? on it. Baltimore? Cleveland could be up there. Baltimore could be up there. Detroit could be up there. See, but they were already on the planet. They were just getting, they were sure. tweaking. We can say the same thing about Stefanski. Stefanski just, like I said, that, that blew D'Amico's chances because it literally could have been, that Coach of the Year could have been determined this week, I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to trash this. I think they get one. Trash. I don't think I don't think Casario's going to win executive of the year. Just CJ. I think you're right that Casario's the, the best chance for a second award is Casario. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it happens. I still think, I don't think it happens. I I would be I think the odds are to be honest are wrong about how heavily favored Jalen Carter is. I think he's got up to such a big. I lead. know, but like if you look at their raw stats, right? Will Anderson has more tackles and more sacks. Well, he's I mean he's also edged. different. He plays. No, yeah, he I, plays I a different position. I, I understand, but like the like the raw stats, Philly versus Houston. Like, yeah, mm, like he, there's he, a lot of voting Will Anderson, biases it, that exist. He really that helped this Carter. discussion by playing the amount of plays he played, but doing what he did in those amount of plays too. You're like, look, he played 12 plays. Honestly, he had two sacks. I'll say this: if Will Anderson has two sacks on Saturday, he wins. Mm. Prime time, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Will Anderson Saturday night Texans win the win and get into the playoffs. Will Anderson's a big impact player that elevates you into a different category. Typically nine four five eight. Paulie G will be the first uh, host fired this year. Cash or trash it? Trash it. Yeah, I'm gonna trash it. I don't think anybody trash. gets fired this year. Agree. Trash. There you trash. go. No, no, Joe, did you answer though? Are they going to get two of the four? Yeah, I said cash. Okay. Um, cash or trash? The Texans rebrand must include color changes. Ask four hundred nine, Josh. I mean, it's happening. So, like, yeah, we already know. I don't think there's gonna be color know. changes. They're gonna add. You H don't? Blue. No, I think there's gonna be a color addition. Well, okay, that's still a change. But I don't think they're gonna. No, I think it's gonna be like a like a third color. I, I think so that, that won't be or a, actually a fourth color. It won't be a predominant color. I don't think so. It'll just be an accent. I still think that the top three colors will be the top three colors. Yes, but they're also one of their. They'll debut an alternative jersey with H Town blue. With that's heavy blue. Yeah, we I know. That. We know that light blue is coming into right. the mix. It's just to what level? I think there's going to be a new logo. I don't, I, think, I don't. I don't know that I like. I don't think there's going to be new color changes. Though. I think there'll be an addition. I don't. I think that they're going to keep the deep steel blue, the Liberty white, and actually, I got that wrong, didn't I? I think the family loves the red, white, and blue. Oh, you got it right. Deep steel blue, Liberty, Liberty white, and battle red, and battle red. Yeah. yeah. Did I say it that way? H town blue. I think they're going to add the H town blue. I, I really could see don't. them. Is there any chance they dropped the red? 
No, they go blue, I don't blue, no, white. No, I think no. they actually they, they love the red. More. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they love the red. You saw with the red helmets this year. If that was yeah, the case, I, they I would do. have done red helmets. I do love those. Red I think I kind of like them too. Like they wear the bl- the navy blue more than anything right now. I think if anything, I think it becomes like pretty even across the they board. Fade it. It's like not necessarily fa- no. Yeah, they I guess, fade I guess it, it would be equal with the new yeah. color. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. Like, four jerseys and they wear them in good rotation. Are we good with the logo? The I don't mind the bullhead. I really don't hate the bullhead either. I don't like this this H that they've been taking. Well, we haven't with. seen it. We well, haven't but, seen okay, it. Okay, I hope that's the case because what I've seen and the, the guys have had it on their dry fits at practices and stuff, and I don't like that look at all. My my sauces have told me that they're going to the tor- They're not going to get rid of the Toro, but it's going to be a secondary logo, and in the same vein as like the Yankees with the New York and the L.A. Dodgers with the L.A. that they want like a symbolic H. But it's not going to be the H that you see Good. circulating. I don't like that. One. I think it's going to be similar. But it's going to be on the helmet. <laughs> uh, that's what I've heard. I, I see. I don't. I, wouldn't, I don't like messing with the helmet. There's that's a reason what my why sauces have told me. There's a reason why Cal in every single photo is throwing up the H. They it is. Well, there's no doubt. It is yeah. intentional marketing. I think yep. so. Yep. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We we talked about the Houston sports resolutions earlier. What are our New Year's resolutions as a show? Not we're going to lose weight. We're going to work out more. What are we going to do as sports talk hosts to better your lives as listeners? But also, what are you as the listeners going to do for us? Or what are you going to resolute as listeners as part of the Beehive? Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. All right, what are your uh, show resolutions? We'll get to ours. We're not talking about like our personal stuff. We're talking about our professional stuff. And, and you as a listener, like we already have a few here, 713-780-3776. Uh, Han says, be less sarcastic and edgy. There you go. That's his New Year's resolution as a listener. That's very good. Virginia says he's going to smile more as a listener. That's rude. Uh, he said, also, Virginia, uh, us Twitchers should complain less. That's, that would be really oh, that's good. pretty good. That would be really good if the Twitchers complain less. That would be great from a listener standpoint. 4106 says, send more mean text. I'd appreciate that. That'd be I good. Hans got already read Hans Cuz. 1642 says, we already got you to drive time. What else do you want from us? It's a fair point. It's good. We'll take that. Key from L.A. says, my show resolution for 2024 is to not talk bad about the Astros. Finger crossed. Yeah, we'd like there to see go. that happen, too. Those are good. These are good ones. This is productive. This is really good. Uh, 8576, my year's resolution is to hear Branham out. <laughs> okay. My New Year's resolution is to hear Branham out instead of cursing at the radio with his bad takes to be the opposite of what Joe George says. There you go. Most of my takes have nothing to do with whatever Joe George says. Usually I make my takes known before Joe even talks. I don't understand the out. What was the first part? I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to hear him oh, out. Oh, hear him out. Yeah, I'm going to hear. I, it was hard. It was kind of choppy with the way that he wrote it. I agree. But yeah, you can hear Branham out. Although my, my latest bad take that everybody said I had was Michigan and Washington in the final. And how did that go? I'm right way more than you guys realize. All right, Blankers, what are your resolutions as a host of the Killer Bees? Well, there's a couple. And the first one is. is is I I'm not going to be mean to Joe George as, because I'm told all the time that I'm too oh, crap. I'm too mean day. I'm too mean to Joe George and I, evidently I didn't realize that 
he, he, he said it happens almost daily. And so I'm going to make a conscious effort to not be as mean to Joe Jordan. You guys are liars. I don't, I didn't, I didn't say I was going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, I know you do it. You lead the charge, but I, I just didn't like the fact I took notice. I don't notice. care that you're mean to me. I took the, I think you do sometimes, but I think I took notice of it and I want to be better. So I want to change that. Okay. My first one is that I want to be as strong in the five o'clock hour as I am in the three o'clock hour. I want to keep that energy hot. All the way through 6 o'clock. And sometimes, you know, late in the year, maybe it's late in the week, that 5 o'clock hour can be, you can start to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. You can start to see, you know, the, the work bell ring. I want to be as strong in the 5 o'clock hour as I am in the 3 o'clock hour. Yours is just you get hangry a lot. Um, To get more hangry? No, you get hangry in the 5 o'clock I hour. I do. That yeah. maybe, maybe that's a sign of how I can have more energy in the 5 o'clock bring hour. Maybe pound oh, some protein, protein in the bar. 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, bring a yeah, snack. Yeah, but if I have you the protein bar, if the protein bar won't work, because I won't be here in the 5 o'clock no, hour. No, the old time slot, though, you used yeah. to do that. I Yeah, I've dabbled with that. I'm bad about that kind of stuff. Joe, New Year's resolution as a producer of the Killer Bees? Um, maybe book more guests if we want them. Yeah, I don't really want. Guests. I like. I like. Thankfully, you guests. didn't. Thankfully, you didn't come in guns blazing from day one, know, saying like, that that was a focal I think, point. I think people that listen to us want to hear your opinions. That's the thing. Like, like the guest has to be. You have to want to hear the guest more than you have to want to hear the host. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think there's times like yeah. we've talked about it. Like whenever we have Michael Bourne on once a week to talk base, that's great. Yeah, good. Like, TK, yep. that's great. Yep. Make sure TK comes Selective. back. Number yep. one resolution. Yeah, that's a good one. Selective guest. You got another one, Blankers. Um. Yeah, I'm going to work on the fact that I know Lamont has always pointed out that I say, like I said a lot. So I'm going to try and work on the fact that I'm not going to say that as much. And I've told Joe off the air, the reason why I used to do that is starting out working for A.J. Hoffman and with A.J. Hoffman, who would crush all your takes and then never say you were right when you were right, that you felt like you had to legitimize yourself in your position. And I don't feel like I have to do that anymore. And I'm not going to I'm going to work on saying that less. Okay, um, that's that's a, that's fine. I don't think it's a negative though, for what it's worth. I'm going to continue to not walk on eggshells. I'm going to just continue to be as obnoxious as I've ever been. In fact, I want to be more obnoxious in 2024. I want to be I want to be peak obnoxiousness. Is that a word? I don't know if it that's is, but fine. I don't care because it's what I want. It's a resolution I'm going to have on the show. Okay, I either I want to be either off the Bad Take Boulevard bracket tournament, or I want to be the one seed. I don't want to be anywhere in the middle. You want to ship it? I either want to be the champion That's or I want to not make it. I like that. That's yeah. working on extremes. You should be in the extremes. That's, you shouldn't be in the middle. The extremes are the places you want to be, not the middle. Well, that's what we talked about. That's like the NBA team philosophy. You don't want to be mediocre. Yeah. Either you'd be like, really? Like, my takes have been solid, well thought out, not too hot takey. But, like, people can buy in or so over the top. Maybe I need more than one. Maybe I need, like, the top three seats to be all me. Okay. That's not uh, about, I, I mean, my, you do you do fix the vote. Sometimes you <laughs> you do fix the vote. I, I would like to have there. a vote next year that's not fixed. You did. I would love that. It's a great resolution you should have there, Joe. Stop would, interfering with the like the vote of Bad Take Boulevard. I would like to win Car Wreck of the Day less than <laughs> twenty times. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. What is your resolution as a listener to the Killer Bees? Were those you not self-inflicted? No, they are. But that's my point. Like, okay, I'd like to do it less than twenty times. Because I think mine would have helped. Because I don't want to pile on and I don't want to pick. A, I'm not going to pick. No, no, so no, maybe that would to, help. No, you still have to nominate me if if I do something okay. stupid. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we're still going to do that. Uh, I'm going to build my influence. To brand new heights, I got to continue this. I, I mean, hate Branham's last take, by the or last. Which one? Be more obnoxious. Absolutely, I got to be more obnoxious. That's 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 makes me better as a host. Okay, it does. Obnoxious Branham's the best Branham. 
in I your, need to be in my your obnoxious opinion. era. In your opinion, but uh, my okay. obnoxious era is just getting started. If you're trying to ruin, if you're trying to bring down my obnoxiousness, then that means you're trying to bring down the killer bees. Because no. when Branham's at his peak obnoxiousness, the killer bees are through at their peak entertainment. Okay, that's yeah. your opinion. All right, I think it's everybody's opinion. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Joe, Judge Joe, Judge Joe, where are you at on obnoxious? I need more. Branham? I need more obnoxious. There you go, Judge Joe. Has That's ruled shocking. with an iron fist. Why? So many ways. <laughs> He's ruled with an iron fist, which leads I me to my with, next resolution. I work with not obnoxious Jeremy. I like more obnoxious yeah. Jeremy more. More obnoxious Branham's way better than low obnoxious I don't, need, I don't need training camp takes every day for no. six months. Yeah. I, that was Branham observations. Wasn't that this, the, this time slot previously? Probably. Well, I've done some observations, Joe. What are you trying to say? No, I like your observations. <laughs> no, we, 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 we renamed it. AJ Hoffman said I had no personality, so i got to be more obnoxious. More obnoxious is better. <laughs> Look at the influence AJ More obnoxious being today. He's had a lot of influences, me and a host, as a host. You and me both. Yeah, there you go. He's brought greatness out of us. Uh, continue to be the king, the king content creator, as I've been, and be the most electric entertainer in all of sports radio. And I want to listen to Joe better. I want to listen to Joe better in 2024. How do you do that? Just, you know, listen to what he's saying. I Sometimes like, I tune him out a little bit. Yeah, I just want to listen to Joe a little bit better. Sometimes he'll, like, say something, and I'll start, like, drafting it's, a tweet. It's or, my place. I don't really. Sure. Yeah, but that have. I mean, look. I shouldn't, tone, I shouldn't tune him out, though. I should really listen to what he has to say. Okay. Get an idea of what. I mean, I'm not saying I have to agree, but it, it really positions me better to argue with him if I have a better understanding of what he's saying. You have any more? No, I'm good. Joe? Joe's on the phone. phone. 713-780-3776. I resolved to get my text read on the air at least once this year. Boom. You did it. You did it, 9314. You can hang it up for the rest of the year. Your resolution is complete. Now, maybe Problem you try to solved. do it twice. Happy year for you. Yeah. Five, uh, 5010, I need to drink more Gentle Ben to listen to obnoxious, obnoxious Branham. That's two birds with one stone. That's not an insult. That's a compliment. You're By the buying way, my sponsor, and as I'm being more obnoxious, sounds great. Your last texter, you're entitled to say Happy New Year to that texter, too, because you right. can say it once, and they got their resolution done. Well, we said it early to the entire hive. Well, but so we're, we're, we're personalizing it. You're personalizing <laughs> it eh, with fair. a phone number. 713-780-3776. Let's go out to the HRMP listener line. Mauricio, what is your resolution as a listener? Hey, guys, uh, I would say um, uh, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. I'd say my resolution would be to at least visit y'all once or twice this year at wherever y'all, you know, how every Friday y'all do somewhere yeah. special. East River 9 this Friday. Like yes, I, I almost had a chance to go to the decoy, but I missed it. Not okay. okay, there Come you go. Come on, see us. We'll be at East River 9 this uh, this Friday, Mauricio, so we'd love to see you there. I thought he was about to say to come up to the station two or three times, and I was about to say, well, you're not invited. But you're invited out to East River 9, Mauricio. We would love to see you. Uh, okay. Oh, by the way, we with Bloodlines, too. We had good Bloodlines that listened to this show. I was in CVS yesterday and paying, and a guy walks in and he goes, hey, Jeremy Blank. And I go, <laughs> I go, uh, well, kind of. And he goes, Hey, no, I just wanted to let you know. I listen every day. I watch on, on Twitch. I, I, I watch funny. every chance I get. And I'm ex-Astro Eric Anthony's son. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was Eric, like, hey, thanks for listening. I yeah. have one for the listeners. What do you got? For the, for the listeners, specifically on the Twitch, that think they can tell us how to do our job consistently, I dare all of you to join Rock the Mic when we bring it back. Yeah. And show me what you got. That's a good idea. You think you know what you're talking about so much. You just, Your New Year's resolution, King of Twitch and, and yeah. others, is to do Rock the Mic. A lot of the Twitchers, though, don't want to be They like, an, they like the know. anonymity of it all. Now, there are, we've, we've met some Twitchers, and yep, those Twitch, yep. like we, we've met uh, Dre, Alex, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, Chewy. 
Uh, I'm, I'm missing it. We've met Donna. Rain. Donna. So like CC, a lot of the Queen, Twitchers are Queen fine. Spice, yeah. Now there's a lot of Twitchers that like to live in anonymity, like you said. Yep. They, they like their face to never be seen, and they don't want to be so, known. So they have multiple identities. They don't want to be known. Uh, three 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 eight. My resolution is to channel change anytime I hear Gilbert or. I'm just going to say Lamont. He typed it a little differently, but I'm just going to say Lamont. Mm. That's a mean resolution. That is very mean. But I'm going to add that to mean text. Joe, by the way, thanks, because you know what's going to come back now, and it was pre-Joe? They are going to bring a quote out that they have transcribed in which oh, I... Oh, I, I told them I'm asking for it, basically. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, that was good. I like that we did that. That's uh, And we want you to hold us accountable, too, to our resolutions that we're having in 2024. It felt therapeutic. I'm, I'm glad that we did that. Uh, if you want to continue sending your New Year's resolutions as a listener to the Killer Bees, you can. 713-780-3776. Also, when we come back, even if the Texans lose on, on – I almost did it again. Even if the Texans lose on Saturday night, and we don't want that to happen. But even if it does happen, the season has been a major success. It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5.